Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Hello. You know what I'm doing? I'm standing up. I will admit that on the odd Tuesday evening, after a long day at work, um, my, my body says, hey, you should go to bed. But my head and my diary says, you got to record your tech life. And you probably notice that from time to time, I may slip in the odd exhaustion mark, otherwise known as a yawn. But I'm here to tell you that tonight I'm standing up. I'm standing up in the EFTM studio because that's the way I roll. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a uh, it's a big week. Um, later this week, Samsung will uh, reveal the Galaxy Tab S uh, in Australia. So I look forward to having a look at that. But tonight, uh, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening, I'm going to tell you about some products from Logitech, from uh, Plantronics. From Lenovo, um, some issues with Facebook. Whee! Well, that's a that's a doozy. Uh, and we're going to talk to a couple of a uh, couple of companies. We're going to talk to an internet provider we mentioned a good nine months ago, and uh, see how they're travelling now, and, and whether or not they're they're doing okay. And also, I want to tell you about a new travel app or um, you know, car transport app for Sydney siders. No, I'm not talking about Uber. It's another one. Uh, um, and there are a lot of them, I know, but uh, this one's a little different. I don't mind. It's a very cool idea, and hopefully um, you might be interested in that. So that is ahead. Uh, thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation GPS Technologies, um, proudly supporting your tech life. And uh, if you want to get in touch, it's very easy, really, isn't it? I mean, I've got a big, ugly head, and if you go to eftm.com.au, you see it on the left-hand side right there can't miss it so uh if you want to get in touch go there click on my head send me an email say good day and i'll try and help you out with your questions problems comments whatever they might be and uh we'll get to you then uh, otherwise you can uh, pick up the phone call 1-800-157-157 <laughs> Is there like a billion people using Facebook at the moment? I don't know. It's a big number. And what about what they've done? <laughs> Facebook um, were part of a, a research study uh, that was uh, revealed in some one of those kind of, um, what do they call, um, uh, study journals. You know, people into academia um, write papers um, about their thoughts on the world and publish them in journals. Well, there was a research journal of some note um, released and it talked about the inf- the the power of uh, you know human emotion to influence influence social sharing. And I'm summarising here. I'm just ad libbing based on what I've heard and read. But look, essentially, what happened here is Facebook took seven hundred thousand people's accounts, and you know how frustrating it is when you're on Facebook and they're just giving you what they think you want. They're giving you posts from friends from a day ago. You know all this kind of stuff. I just want it to be like Twitter where I can just look at what's happening now. But anyway, we'll leave that aside. What they did with these 700,000 people was I, I guess they put them into three buckets. Um, one was control and just left it as it was. One was the A sample. One was the B sample. With the A sample, they 
pushed into the feeds of those users predominantly positive messages. So if someone in the, one of their friends said, I've had a crap day, I just want to roll up and go to bed and not see the world. Those people probably didn't see that message. If someone said, oh my God, the most exciting day ever, that would likely have been posted in their Facebook. However, the B sample people were the complete opposite. They were given negative messages. So they were given a larger proportion of, I hate life, you know, this is all getting too much for me. Can someone just fanning and help me out here or, you know, I'm struggling for money or whatever it might be, just negative messages, right? And the positive ones were not quite as prolific. And they wanted to see the influence that had on what you then posted. So if you're getting in your feed a whole bunch of positive, you know, exciting, encouraging messages from friends, are you going to say, awesome day today, wish I could go out and party tonight? And on the opposite side, if you're getting all the negative messages, you know, God, I had a crap day at work today. Um, you know, my girlfriend's a pain. I wish, 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 you know, we didn't have that fight last night, whatever, negative messages. You, you'd be more likely to post negative messages yourself, you know, like, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, had a big day, I'm over it. And, and they found that to be actually quite true. Very interesting social experiment. If, if, if you admit it correctly, and admit it, it, it is quite interesting, to find out that people are, what people say on social media is influenced by what other people say, they've actually proven that quite nicely. The problem was they didn't ask permission from the 700,000 people. They apparently added it to the kind of terms and conditions of Facebook after the, um, after the, the, the research had actually been conducted. So this is a huge, I mean, it's, a, it's not really a breach of privacy, but it's a breach of trust, you know, because we trust in, in these social networks that they're doing kind of what we expect of them. And what we expect of them is basically just to give us a news feed, give us a, a bunch of information from our friends and family as our friends and family intended. I mean, is that so hard? And here they are, caught out 700,000 people, right? 700,000 people, and they had no idea what was going on. Staggering stuff. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. Um, it doesn't look, if it happened to me, I don't care, whatever, you know, life goes on. But anyway, if it, I don't think you'd know if it happened to you, actually, I'm not sure they revealed that, but it's done. It's happened. And I don't think they'll do it again because they've copped a lot of flack. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology, and as I've told you before, the Garmin Vivo Fit. Say hello to the personal fitness band that knows your potential. No matter what you live for, it make every step count with Vivo Fit, the fitness band that moves at the pace of life. You can see the change you wish to be by looking at the, the easy-to-read display. You'll know how many steps you've taken, the distance traveled, calories burned, even the time of day. It's all there on the screen at the touch of a button. Very easy to use. You get personalized daily goals so that rather than just saying 10,000 steps every day, uh, day after day, what should you go? Shouldn't your goal change? Shouldn't you push yourself a bit harder? And, and when you drop back a bit and you've had a bit of a slow week, it actually doesn't just keep pushing your goal higher. It brings your goal back to where it, to, to push you again. It's a very, very smart piece of technology. The battery is amazing. At least a year. I say at least because that's what they tell me. They tell me, a year is just a, just a number. They think it'll go much longer than that. 
So you, you get seven days, maybe six weeks, maybe a few months of life out of most of the other fitness bands out there. There's a great app that gives you all the information about your um, about your usage and the Garmin Connect system. The Vivo Fit comes in a range of beautiful little colors, and you can check it out uh, on the Garmin website, garmin.com.au, about, um, about 150 bucks, I think it is. Uh, and um, nice and easy to find, available in a whole range of places. So check it out at garmin.com.au. I like that one. I'm a, yeah, forgive me. Play it again. $159 will um, buy you a pair of Plantronics Backbeat Fit headphones. Now, this is, I'm holding them on my hand here. It's kind of like a, a, a flexible rubber cord. And on either end of the cord uh, is a loop that goes over your ear and then an earphone that goes into your ear. And it's quite a, um, a funnel-like earphone, so it actually will push the audio quite into your ear. Um, on one side, you've got a power button and a phone answer button. The other side, you've got a volume button and a pause play button. And it's all wireless. It's all Bluetooth. So you've got these things in your ear and over your uh, over your ears and then around the back of your head. You've got your Bluetooth on your phone and the audio, sensational. Honestly, it's sensational. I think the, the quality of the audio is absolutely um, uh, fantastic. I tragically listen to the same songs over and over. Uh, and so I noticed things about songs that I hadn't heard. Um, so great quality audio, $159. They're out this month at Rebel Sport. And then um, a few weeks later, they'll be, um, after a little bit of an exclusive period, at Rebel Sport, they'll be available at um, Officeworks, JB Hi-Fi, and places like that. They come in a couple of colours, a kind of a blue and, an, and a yellow lemon colour. Um, $159 isn't, isn't cheap, but bloody great gift. Really great gift idea. If you know someone who doesn't mind a bit of a, a bit of a walk or a jog, or I've been using them on the train. I caught the train a couple of times. Heaven help me. Um, no, I've actually quite enjoyed it. The Opal card system in, in New South Wales is unbelievably awesome. Um, uh, but yes, I'll be just sitting on the train wearing them. Um, fantastic. So check them out if you're after a new set of headphones, the uh, Plantronics Backbeat Fit uh, at Rebel Sport and then other retailers, $159 uh, and well worth checking out. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. You can get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au or you can call 1-800-157-157. Now, uh, there has been nothing more than a surge in disruption around transport. Disruption is a word you'll hear a lot more of in a lot of spaces because it's a, it's a cool new word that startups like to use to, to suggest that they're doing things very differently. And it's a good thing. Uh, you know, over the years, we've had plenty of taxi service apps launch. Uh, there's been a lot of publicity for one in particular of late. Uh, we spoke to the New South Wales Transport Minister about that a few weeks ago. But, you know, this one's an interesting one, and uh, it's called Ride Surfing. And one of the founders is on the line, Manu. G'day, Manu. Hi. Now, this is interesting because it's not what I initially thought it was, but I wonder if you can explain it to me. Because what I've got in my head uh, is is firstly carpooling, right? So that's the first thing that comes to my, my mind is, is okay, I'm a, I travel here regularly. Can I, can I help anyone else out by carpooling a bit? But secondly, it's a little bit more along the lines of, hey, I'm, I'm driving around. I may as well help someone else out by giving them a lift it, it randomly, not just in the carpool sense. So, so give me the background. What, how did this come about and what is your core purpose? 
So, um, so thanks for the time first. Um, um, so what we, how we came about is essentially, I think, trying to solve the way of how you get around Sydney uh, uh, and how you get around using other people's uh, uh, cars. You know, so what we are is we are a community um, that, that link uh, people who need to go places with people who are able to give them a lift uh, with their own car. And um, and and so the the, the, the I guess the uh, to to answer your question on on, so on your point on on it's not carpooling as such that's why we're actually are saying we we're ride sharing we're not exactly carpooling uh, and what the difference of of a ride sharing is is someone who has uh, a car has uh, time on their hands is essentially get, able to give you a lift to go from A to B essentially like just think about um, uh, if you want to go and be picked up from uh, from say uh, a sports game from a, uh, from from a friend, and he's able to because he has time on his hands uh, do so. Right, and so it's all app based. I'm uh, I'm a user. I can open it up and I can. Uh, do I see where 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 other drivers are, or do I just say I'm ready and I want to ride somewhere, and we see how I go? Yeah. So uh, so what what it is is it's a, it's an on demand service, right? So uh, and yes, you're you're right. It's a, it's app based. So what you are, are able to do is go onto the app and then see who the nearest available driver is, and then you can just request him, and then he will come and pick you up, and then you'll tell him uh, where you want to go, and then you hop into his car, and then off you go. Right. And we're cruising along. This is a random person I've never met before. What is? How do I? How do so, I? So, how do I get well, comfort in that? <laughs> So it is not a random person. So, uh, so we actually spend. Well, it is to me. I've never time. met him. I've just, I've just opened yeah, no, up. No, no, but it's, <laughs> but essentially your new friend. And, and what we made sure is that this place, person is actually totally safe. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually spend uh, uh, most of our time trying to, uh, you know, screening everyone, uh, and we are having a lot of safety checks. Uh, uh, and, and, and some of them are, we're looking at their car. We meet each and every one of them. We check that they, uh, uh, you know, don't have any uh, issues with driving records, uh, their uh, criminal history. Uh, we check everything about them, if you will. Mm. And then so uh, we're, we're actually making sure this is overall a community uh, that has uh, really safe drivers. And what checks do you perform on the travelers, the people wanting to take a ride? Yeah, so it's a, so it's a good point. So I think what we're trying to make sure that you know, people are safe from, from both sides. So it's also... Yep. Uh, you know, our drivers also want to make sure you know people getting into their cars are uh, also safe. And the way we're trying to to ensure of that is that we are we actually ask for the Facebook profile of the people uh, uh, logging into the app, mm-hmm. and that's uh, trying to make sure that you know people are are uh, as much as possible uh, you know real people, if you will. And then also uh, before requesting a ride, we also ask for credit card details, just to also just make this a as an extra commitment for people to actually ordering a ride. Yeah, so you you, you weed out the the complete. Uh, gibbers by basically confirming they can make a payment and also confirming they're a real person and you're doing that kind yeah, exactly. of via the Facebook. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so if so, I so wanted to become a driver, it. if I wanted to become a driver, how long is that process? If I filled it in the form tonight, how long is that process? Mm. So, it's, so it's obviously, so, the, the, uh, so as, uh, as I said, it, so there are a few administrative steps, right? Yep. So we, we're trying to make this as, as fast as possible. 
And obviously, it depends on whether or not, for example, if you already do have an up-to-date like, criminal background check, and if you already uh, have a driving history check, then uh, that actually speeds the factor, uh, uh, so, so speeds the process a lot, because then the only thing that you need to do is come up with all the documents that we ask from you, meet us, um, then get, be trained on the app as well. It's very important for us to actually for us to show you how everything works. And, and, and in theory, if you have all the uh, you know, kind of done, you can you can be done in in a few hours. Uh, however, if you know if we if you if you don't have that, then we'll we'll do all the background checks for you, and it's going to be taking a bit more time. Yeah, sure. Now the big question. I mean, is this a funsies thing for the for the driver and the rider, or is there cash changing hands, and and if so, how much? So, um, so, so, so the way we work is that we're trying to make this as seamless as possible. So we uh, we are actually a donation based community, and so people can donate for each uh, for, for 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 this community for uh, for you know, that that, that we're created. Uh, and uh, and all the donations are actually made through the app, uh, and uh, and you that's why you you have to enter your credit card details uh, before ordering a ride, mm-hmm. and everything is so there, essentially there is no cash exchange. Uh, uh, everything is is made through the app. And and how do you calculate? I mean, I'm looking on your website. It says make a donation. It says a suggested donation. Is that based on the distance travelled and you know random uh, you know a look at that distance and how that how that might be calculated? Yeah, so so the so so essentially again, this is donation based. So I mean, you you can override. Uh, sure, you can absolutely. But you're making like a suggestion. Decision. But then exactly, and then the suggested amount is 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 yes, it's a, it's us calculating what we think is is potentially fair for that amount, and what typical. Uh, uh, so it's a it's a combination of yes, time and distance traveled. Mm. So how um how long ago did you launch this? Oh, so we we, we actually long, launched uh, uh, only like two weeks ago, kind of officially. But before that, we had a, what we had called a beta testing phase, where we just uh, you know kind of a, a, a growing slowly the the the, the community of of, uh, of drivers and riders. And now we've officially launched on the App Store, so it's uh, it's very exciting. Excellent. And how, I mean, how do you judge success at this point? Is that, I mean, have you got people out there driving and riding? Yes, yes, we do, and uh, very much so. I, uh, I, I can tell you, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's actually getting a, a massive traction. We are we're very happy with the numbers right now. Um, the thing is that you know we have both drivers and, and riders using it all all day, and it's uh, it is very uh, it's very it's actually great to see that you know Sydney is reacting really well to this uh, to this to, to this new concept. Wow, I mean, so how how do you, how is this a business for you? Um, do you? Um, make a make a a cut of the donations that occur, or is this just is there a grander plan for you somewhere? So 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 we don't right now. I mean we're we're focused on growth very much so, and so what we want to do is is first kind of you know prove to uh, that you know there's a massive that that you know, there's a massive scale behind this, and that's what we actually are focused on. Yep. Um, but then eventually you know uh, yes it, it, it is a, a for you know we are a business, and and eventually we'll have to monetize the way of of being a marketplace providing the service. Because I find that staggering. I mean, I sit here and I think, geez, I wouldn't mind starting a business. I wouldn't mind starting this and that. But no, I, mean, I don't know how you afford to do it. How do you afford to, to do something without making money at all? Uh, it's just a well, staggering thing about the, the world of startups, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's, you know, you have a lot of examples of startups uh, with no revenues you have, obviously, and, uh, and, uh, and achieved to, 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 to last for a long, uh, you know, long time. Uh, without revenues, you know, one of the biggest examples of Twitter, you know, is uh, Twitter has no revenue. I think the 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 biggest thing for us is that we have uh, investors backing us and believing in the concept, 
and I think obviously uh, we want to be to, to make sure that you know we, we monetize it at some point, and and, and, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that we won't, right? I'm just saying that uh, right now that's the, our core core focus is more on on, on getting this uh, growing, and and then eventually we'll we'll kind of you know uh, find a way to monetize it. Yep, makes a lot of sense. And and Sydney only at the moment. So yeah, so 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 right now is it's it's uh, it's based in Sydney. Uh, so we're starting. So we're, we're based out of Sydney. We're starting in Sydney, but it's uh, uh, obviously we want to grow out into and to uh, uh, allow you know anyone in Australia to actually benefit from that. So so we are we're definitely going to be uh, trying to go somewhere else soon. Yes. Good on you, mate. Um, good luck with it. Sounds like a fun little thing. I um, I don't know whether to sign up as a driver or a rider, but um, I'll download the app for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you. Since I play that, isn't it? Anyway, I haven't heard it for a while. And it's my show, so I'll do what I want. <laughs> if you hate it that much, let me know. But I haven't had that many complaints, if I'm honest. Um, so it's all good. Uh, thanks for listening at Your Tech Life. Uh, you can get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Uh, now, Logitech at the end of last year released the Case Plus range. So a, a, a cover case for your iPhone that had this kind of metal back. And allowed you to do some pretty cool things. You could um, attach a, a folding tilt stand. Uh, you could attach a battery pack. Very cool. Um, you could also have a drive mount. So it was called Case Plus Drive. It was a suction cap onto the windscreen, a little um, fold-out magnet, essentially. And you could snap your phone onto it. I gave it um, Best Accessory in the EFTM Best Awards. I love it. They've gone one better. Seriously. Unbelievable. This thing I have in my hand is called the Case Plus Trip. So it's actually called the Plus Trip. So if you've got the case, this is awesome. Actually, though, my little tip for you, and they probably wouldn't be super stoked that I say this, but you don't need the Case Plus. You could walk into a Dick Smith or whoever's selling these, look for the Logitech, look for a photo of a car's um, air conditioning vents with a phone stuck to it, and a little tiny disc popping out of the pack. The disc wouldn't be any bigger than a 50 cent piece. And behind it are maybe two centimetres protruding, kind of like a peg uh, or a clamp. And that clamp slides onto the vent of your air conditioner in your car. And it just sits there as a circle, and then your phone snaps onto it. Now, what's really cool is inside this box, there's two of the little magnetic stickers, which I've used on uh, Samsung Galaxy S5, and in the back of um, a HTC One uh, in a case. And what that means is I can snap the HTC One and the Samsung Galaxy S5 onto the Case Plus trip. So for 30 bucks, which is all this is, you can buy this little thing, stick it on your, um, on your air conditioning vent, 
and then take the little magnetic sticker inside here and stick it on the back of your iPhone and you're done. You've got a caseless, almost magic, hands-free mount for your car. I think they're fantastic. I'm gonna get to, I must get some to give away. They're very cool. Case Plus is the is the the concept, and this one's called the Plus Trip. It'll be thirty bucks. I think it's fantastic. I highly recommend you check it out. Another thing I swooned about uh, recently was the Lenovo X1 Carbon, a very nice ultrabook. I went into Lenovo last week and I gave them the plaque, the the the. Uh, the actual glass plaque, and don't get me wrong, the EFTM Best Awards actually had plaques made, uh, pieces of glass which are hopefully being displayed at uh, companies around Australia now because they won awards. And I was, you know, gave this one to Lenovo for the X1 Carbon Best Ultra Book, and then they go, "You got to check this out," and they they give me to look at a Lenovo Yoga Two Pro. Uh, again, really thin. Um, it's it's one point three nine kilos. Only 1.55 centimetres thick, ultra-portable, nine hours battery life. Uh, it's got all the you know fourth-generation core processors in it from Intel. It's got a quad HD um, resolution display, 10-point multi-touch screen. It's got a 360-degree flip-and-fold design. So laptop, you can then turn it into a tent so that your screen is is one side and you can actually view videos on it. You can have it as a stand so that um, the keyboard is actually facing the desk and the, and the screen faces up, again, for watching movies, or fold it right back over on itself, and it's a tablet. Running Windows 8, uh, you're talking about a $1,600 Ultrabook here. Online, let me give you a tip. Go to the Lenovo website if you're thinking about buying an Ultrabook. They've got a, an orange one, and this is actually the one I've got. It's orange. You can only buy it online. $15.99. Honestly, the battery life alone is is the reason to buy this. It's unbelievable. I've just been blown away by this. Um, It has a backlit keyboard, super fast solid state, uh, 256 256 gig hard drive, motion control, a few other things. But to be honest, basic Windows 8 Ultrabook that's just bloody awesome. Uh, so do check it out. The Lenovo Yoga 2 Pro Ultrabook. Uh, it's $15.99. It's beautiful. Uh, check it out at lenovo.com.au. I'll have a full review up at eftm.com.au shortly. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Your Tech Life. If you want to get in touch, go to the website eftm.com.au or call 1-800-157-157. Now, I, I, it's got to be uh, nine months ago. Uh, we talked on the show about a new telco, a new ISP, a new in- internet provider um, for your home, providing uh, ADSL broadband at kind of interesting lock-in, no lock-in prices, a very different model for the Australian market. And um, the company was Belong. It's a it's kind of a Telstra-powered company, but we'll get to the bottom of that technology shortly. But I thought we'd touch base with uh, Nicholas Demos from Belong. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, fine, thank you. So tell me, um, nine months ago when this came out, it's like, okay, so hang on a minute. There's a company that's now selling the kind of ADSL Telstra network at a different price. Let's not kid ourselves, a lower price than Telstra. What, why does, how does that happen? What's the, what's the relationship with Telstra? 
So basically we are on the Telstra network and um, we no longer just only provide ADSL, we're also providing NBN as well, just right. as a heads up for you. Yeah. Um, but it's really for consumers who want simplicity and that's what it's all about now. We only offer two simple products on ADSL and two on NBN. Yeah. So it's customers who just want a simple product really, that's what it's all about. And the the Powered by Telstra thing, is that similar in, in, in terms of a consumer look to how like a, a, an MVNO, a mobile operator looks like Boost, for example, which is on the Telstra network, but you know, again, not a Telstra company. Is that is that a similar approach that you've taken there? It, it is similar. It is on the Telstra network, and it is a it is actually a Telstra company, though. Right. This is what I don't understand. Why why does Telstra need another company to sell its own service at a different pricing structure? That for the consumer, why why go to Belong? Is it because of that simplicity that and Telstra doesn't want to confuse its offer by offering that as well? Well, I can't really speak for Telstra. I can only speak on the Belong side of things. Mm. And really what Belong is, is is offering a simple product set. So we don't want to bundle into all other products such as, you know, your TV, Foxtel, those sorts of things. It is simply just, you know, here's a a month-by-month no-contract broadband offering Mm. uh, for customers and keeping it really simple to only a couple of products. So what are the pricing structures for, um, for ADSL, for example? For ADSL, the cheapest you can get ADSL is for $50 a month. Yeah. Um, up to seventy, uh, or if you want to bundle that with a phone line, it goes up from to sixty to or eighty dollars a month. So, what do I get from a fifty bucks a month? For fifty dollars a month, you can get. Uh, I'll just confirm. I just you can get uh, seventy gig yeah. a month is the cheapest. Yeah. Um, up to two fifty um, gig a month. And now, the whole idea of a kind of a no lock-in is is again a very mobile network inspired idea. But on a mobile network, I've got a phone. I own it. I can switch networks. I mean, do, are people really switching networks regularly when it comes to ADSL, for example? Because, you know, the the modem you've got, the, then you've got to have set up on that. Is it something people do or is it really just the peace of mind that you offer people by saying, yeah. no, no, no contract, you, you can come and go as you please? Well, a couple of things is our target market is really 21 to 35-year-olds and right. we do find that they are moving around quite a bit. So mm-hmm. there's no... The no contract is really, you know, really appeals to them. The other thing is our modem already comes pre-configured, so it's a simple plug-in-and-play sort of process, yeah. which makes it really easy for our consumers. But we are found finding the no contract um, is very appealing to our our customer base. And does that no contract thing apply also to your NBN plans? Yeah, that's correct as well. Yeah, right. And how's the NBN? I mean, how does that operate these days? Obviously, there are more and more people being uh, rolled into the network uh, as the days go on, really. Um, is it a difficult market because people, the, the challenge for the NBN is the, the general consumers, I think, still don't understand that the NBN is a, is a network, not a company that you buy a service from. And that's what people need to understand, isn't it? Yeah, you are the education that needs to be there. From our point of view, we we only launched NBN last month, um, so it's fairly new for us. Yeah, right. It is a new offering. And we're only offering it at the moment to NBN connected, um, you know, NBN connected connected premises, so mostly new buildings at the moment for us. Yeah, right, okay. And your NBN plans, you, you, again, the same thing, you're only offering a couple of plans, uh, $55 a month and $75 a month, uh, at, you know, reasonable uh, download uh, limits, 500 gig for 75 bucks a month. That's pretty decent on the NBN. How does that work with speed? Because one of the things about the NBN is with most carriers is you choose a speed plan as opposed to kind of a data plan. Yeah, and that's correct. And we've had to look at, you know, what's best in terms of what we value for money for our consumers. Mm-hmm. That's why it's, it's sort of, 
you look at how much data you give them versus speed. Um, so, at, so with, you know, our consumers say data, data allowance is extremely important to them as well as speed. So that's yeah. what we've had to balance. Is so what, what speed are you offering at those prices? What speed are you offering at those prices? 12. It's 12 for us. Yep. Um, which is reasonable, but as I said, it's a balance between the data limit you can give a customer and, and the speed. And that's what you know. That's what we've gone for that balance. And one of the things people need to understand about the NBN is the NBN. It, it may be twelve, but even if you were getting twelve at luck <laughs> on ADSL, it's a very inconsistent uh, number. It, it, it comes and flo- comes and goes, ebbs and flows with different um, things that are happening in your own home, let alone uh, on the network. And NBN is a much more consistent and reliable. Um, feed and connection. So that's that's quite an interesting thing that people need to be educated on. So, I mean, nine months in, where, where are we on a scale of one to ten? Are you, are you feeling comfortable and happy with the way it's rolled out? Yeah, look, it's been a, it's been a, it's been an interesting twelve months. There's always challenges in front of you, but we're happy yeah. with, with the way it's gone. Um, you know, we are seeing things like week on week growth, which is what you want to see in the business. Yeah, um, yeah. and. You know, with, with when we expanded into NBN, of course, that, that brings exciting new mm. new opportunities for you as well. And that's we've been on development path in the last, you know, nine months. Where we we originally when we launched, we were only in a restricted area, um, in terms of New South Wales, and we yep. widened that to Australia, you know, broadened the area to Australia wide. We weren't offering bundles at first, so we offer bundles now. We've launched into NBN, so you know, there's been a lot of advancements to help get that that lift with our customers. Mm. And your um and your customer satisfaction. I mean, there's there's a lot of real, lot of things that you can you can monitor and manage like churn rates and things like that. Um, you know, you, you're picking up in that regard too. You're happy with the way that's rolling. Yeah, that's one of the one of the things with with Belong is we pride ourselves on our MBS and the the customer level of support we give customers, and we do offer things like 24 by 7 support for our customers. Yep. Um. So so it is something we measure quite closely. We're really happy with you know. Where, where we've, you know, the performance we have so far with our, with our customers. I find it quite funny just the other day I was, I was at the airport and I bumped into a customer who, um, bumped into a person and asked me what do I do. I said, I work for Belong. He said, oh, look, I signed up two weeks ago and he's <laughs> telling me how he actually knew the person's name he spoke to because of the level of service that he received, which, you know, which is really just nice for that to happen while I was at the airport. That's great. It's uh, it's a very rare thing, isn't it? <laughs> um, I've just done a search on my address, and it's all available. The thing is, though, mate, I'm on cable. Why don't you offer cable plans as well? <laughs> yeah, no, that is an interesting one. There's no plans for that at the moment. But, yeah, you, know. you could you could come in and offer a pretty good price there, mate. But uh, you know, you've got a, you've got a lot on your hands with just ADSL, let alone the NBN coming. So sounds exciting. I mean, it's very interesting because I think you would probably agree that the internet provider market is one of the least um, least inspected markets by consumers other than when you move home. Uh, really, people only change providers when they move. And I think maybe there's a piece of education there that we need to keep doing, which says just because of the, the line's there and just because the modem's there doesn't mean you can't change. And, and that's the key that I'm finding for consumers. Um, they do think that there's effort involved in changing. And actually, it's very limited. You know, it's a very low amount of effort that is required in changing. Yeah. Um, it is quite easy, and especially with us, you know, we pride ourselves that you belong because you want to belong. That's why we don't have any locking contracts for our customers. Yeah. What is the process? So if I was with uh, another you know, major uh, ADSL provider, uh, you know, often when you get, especially you have this drum when you're connecting to a new home, you, you hear about the exchange has got to be this and plugged and that. Uh, I mean, how long can you can you go? Can you guarantee that you go without? Don't go without internet for too long because that's one of the kickers when you're changing plans. Yeah, it is an interesting 
in terms of, um, as long as you're not in contract, first of all. Um, yeah, of course. You know, the process is fairly simple um, to switch. That you don't need to contact your current service provider. You can just contact us, and of course, via the website, you can do a simple process on the website, which only takes a couple of minutes to apply um, and open your account online. Mm. Uh, we're the bastard from there, and, and you know, the turnaround time can be for you know as, as short as, as four days in terms of turning that um, business over mm. to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good turnaround, and the uh, the address is belong b e l o n g dot com dot au. Uh, some, as you say, simple, simple plans are so very easy to find. Very easy to find and navigate the plans. ADSL versus uh, NBN. Pick the pick the 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 method of delivery and then pick your plan. Uh, very simple website to understand. Nicholas, good luck with it, mate. It's uh, I'm glad it's going well for you and hope it continues to grow for you. Yeah, great. Thank you very much for that. And I'm excited with what we're doing with our consumers. Good on you, mate. And uh, let's talk again when uh, in, in a year and see how things are planning. Thanks very much for that. Well, that's a wrap. Episode 243. If you want to get in touch, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Uh, love to hear from you too, as always. I say it regularly and I do get the odd spattering of just random highs, uh, which is nice. Uh, jump on the website, send me an email or phone the number 1-800-157-157. Leave a message, I'll call you back. Uh, or go to Twitter, at Trevor Long. And uh, do take the time to uh, follow and like it all uh, on the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash online. Uh, and the Twitter's uh, Your Tech Life and at EFTM. It's all there. It's all easy to get, and I'm, I'm, I hope to think I'm, I'm a very contactable individual, so do get in touch. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. That was Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.